1: How's it hanging? How's it... That's what I said. That's what I said. Previous episode. I'm going to say, uh, hope you all high. What's what's growing on, Scotty? Yeah. How's it hanging? A sexualist man. No. Nope. No more potty mouth for me, and that's yeah. the end of it. All right. So <laughs> let's get into episode four twelve here, guys. A <laughs> uh, good episode for you. We have it's a, a good episode raster. on a
2: great day, brother. A great day. Today <laughs> is going to be a great
1: day. I like it using words like great, big great it's big it's great those are trump's two number one used adjectives anyway (laughs) he did
2: kind of ruin those didn't he i don't know why but it's gonna be great
1: (laughs) well um yeah let's get into it guys van ripsters hanging out on the show Uh, we got jared from quest dehumidification going over a little bit of info on their dehumidifiers a supporter of the show shout out yeah and uh but first off I'm going to give it up to uh, way to grow, way to grow. Yeah, Uh, mighty way to grow. If you haven't heard, it's the mega sale. I feel embarrassed here, Scotty, because I'm grabbing a uh, (laughs) a Starbucks ice cold, like right now on the video show. And I typically never have one of these little plastic Starbucks cups. So I apologize to some of you people that are concerned. Yeah, you know, I've
2: actually been watching what I drink on air, man, you know.
1: I don't like drinking on-air ice-cold coffee out of a Starbucks plastic container. And I don't want to be judged.
2: Yeah. Part of the problem, dude.
1: All right. Anyway, way to grow, guys. If Starbucks you're a Colorado grower, uh, now's the time, man. Even uh, I wish I was going to say even if you're not, but they're not shipping this shit out. But $12 Ocean Forest. Buy the pallet. Two pallets, three pallets, four pallets, <laughs> or one bag. Whatever you like. $12 right. a bag. Man, how many uh, pallets did
2: we see when we were in the studio yesterday? Jesus. Full-on truckload just sitting there something. ready to
1: go. Um, as well as, well, that's cause people, some people will come in there and you know, they want to, they, they're like, all right, dude, give me two pallets thinking they're going to be like, no, we can't. And they're like, okay, pull around back. Yeah, <laughs> But, uh, that's what makes way plastic. to, grow. that's the difference
2: between way to grow and everybody else, man, is way to grow set up for that, man. They can scale Definitely. right up with
1: you, man. The, uh, all the trays are on uh, about 50% off. 4x8s, 3 x three. There's no 3x3. Three three, I don't think there might be. 4x4s. Um, four all your trays, whether you're a hydro grower or not, and you want to upgrade your garden to catch all your runoff or whatever you're doing. I used to run the trays um, with my Roots Organics bag sitting right in them, and then you just put it on the slightest slant with 2 x four, so when you flush everything or you get runoff, it all goes to the one side, which is money, um, which makes life easier if you're growing a group of plants, but... Uh, check them out, and not last but least, Canacoco, of 50% off, and all Aurora Innovations, uh, all oh, yeah. your Soul Synthetics, your Buddha Grow, your Buddha Bloom, the organic line, bunch of good shit in that line. I've ran a, uh, a grip of it as additives, um, and hit it up, man. And while you're there, just say, hey, what's up, man? You just try to use the Dude Grow's account. Like I say, Tortesta staff, get help with your current garden problem.
2: absolutely, you want to try something interesting. go up there and ask them where's the Lambert Pete, man because that's that's who I got today and Lambert <laughs> Pete came on a couple months ago. Um, these are some big boys I know them from uh, you know from commercial AG and whatnot, you know right up there with the uh, with, with the pro pro mix and the, and the sunshine guys and uh, yeah, they're bringing a really nice product man I, d- I don't know where to get it right now. I think what they want us to do is get you to ask your stores about it because uh, they're just rocking distribution now or they're just getting it started but man really good quality stuff uh really good i got a couple bales yeah cocoa blend bales. they're actually blending it right from the factory uh, with yeah, cocoa i think it's so.
1: the gardener's blend I, I insisted on i I don't, I don't know i don't want to go back to straight pete i don't like it's nah. uh it's hydrophobic tendencies well that's what so. happens Peat when it gets too
2: uh low when when the water gets too low and it um it gets too dry. It gets, what, 40%? I think it becomes hydrophobic. Then it's hard to wet. You get it below 40% moisture. It's hard to re-wet that shit.
3: Yeah, sometimes yeah. with Pete, you'll end up having to use a wetting agent. Or I want to say Labor Pete even has, a, what, a six-month wetting agent in built into theirs?
2: Yeah, I mean, I know they, they do things professionally for professional vegetable producers, professional food producers. So I like that guys like this are coming into the industry and starting to pay attention. Man, this industry is becoming too big to ignore, and we got real legitimate players like Lambert yes. coming in, so I welcome them. Welcome yeah, to the DTC, so boys.
1: Guys. Like I said, people that are going to pay attention and immediately get what we're doing and wanting to come into this industry and have us introduce something cool to the crew, I'm down. So... uh yeah, shout out. Oh, Guru, I was just noticing, uh, we talked about this the other day, I feel like my lighting's a little dark today, so when you adjust my lighting, will you also please make me a lot tanner <laughs> than I we actually were, am? We were just and,
2: eating some, some uh, lunch uh, down the street, and I entered the, the waitress so was talking about a suntan or something, because it was a super bright day out, and I said, yeah. this is the guy that controls my suntan
1: right here, man, and I pointed to Guru. <laughs> Hook
3: you up with that midsummer tan. Yeah, she just yeah. looked at
1: me tan, like that was strange. Um, I don't know, I'm looking, I'm, I'm doing a little flex now. I'm strong enough, you don't know, need to adjust my muscles, and we'll be good to go. Scotty, who you got you're for executive good enough, producer?
2: You're strong enough, yes. and gosh darn it, people, people like
1: you. like you, yes. <laughs> yeah. Who you got for hey, the producer?
2: Somebody that I really like, original DGC, Kilo Watt just sent me, uh, we're just going to, uh, uh, you know, going to... to uh, do the program, and he sent me a really cool message, like, yeah, I've been trying to keep up, uh, but you're still on episode, whatever, but he's just really positive, man, he's always been a really cool, positive guy, and I always enjoy the information he brings, and, yeah, thanks for being DGC Kilowatt, much respect, much love to you, brother.
1: Hell yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, we got a contest, man, we All got right. a contest. we right, we're gonna get into uh, it, man. <laughs> yeah, mountainside, glass, meme, meme. Winner contest and who? What what are they getting, Scotty? Tell tell the folks what they are going to win. Yeah, man, you know what? Before we tell, we tell who it is.
2: Guru, hook up brother up, man. Let's see. Should we? Let's start with third place, man. Start me out with third place, will you? Should we actually yeah. just just do the uh, do the drawings, man? Because for third place, he just made us this really cool looking little chillum. Well, that's an OG chillum right there, man. i call it OG chillum, huh? Well, it's just guy the way it's shaped and everything like that, man. Yeah, it's old school, man. It's flat on one side. It's cool. It's cool chill. All right. Man.
1: let me do We're looking at a meme here uh from show SHO 420. And, guys, when we do this real quick, the memes, you put them up over on dudegrows.com. Podhead assistance, I believe, is always pulling them over to Instagram as well. Correct. 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 And then we com- do we, com- we combine the likes, or are we using only Dude Grows Instagram likes? I think the we're the just
2: using uh, Dude Grows Instagram likes Okay. Cool. Works. Holy shit, that so is funny. 420,
1: nice. 420, he has this chick walking along like this glass on like a cliffside somewhere weird, and it just goes, I really hope mountainside glass made this it's a balcony <laughs> made out of glass that's awesome because you know she's looking down like sheer like you know, you, <laughs> i don't like heights man that would trip me out man right on show 420 that is a pretty funny meme there we got second place so oh, we yeah. got two memes here did you How just say show work?
2: 420 man this is show 412
1: man oh did i say well, hey. i guess i'm in a 420 state of mind <laughs>
2: all, all right. right um yeah okay hey man can i take second because i like this guy man hit it Fleetline line dave man Fleetline dave i don't understand what. why are there two under Fleetline dave 32 likes each wow, i don't I know see. but
1: we will clarify you know we have had meme contests before where somebody's like hey what about this so just let us know if we're screwing up but we'll, we'll double check but for now second place Fleetline dave <laughs> 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 got look at the-
2: this man it's walter from Big Lebowski, busting up the Corvette. Do you see what happens, Larry? You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when it's not a mountainside, Larry? Oh, <laughs> love it. Oh, man. Very cool,
3: bro. Very cool. What's the other one he's got oh, here, man? That's awesome. Just got a downstim in a bowl. I guess you can say my mountainside glass build is getting pretty serious. Pretty serious. So it's Kip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck,
2: dude. Oh. Seriously, that... uh. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite movie, man. That really was some good art, you know. As far as like pop art goes, like where the fuck did that come from,
1: man? What's the proper quote now? You got me thinking from the Big Lebowski with Walter. Is he like, do you see what happens like when you shit on people, when you or fuck something? a
2: stranger in the ass?
0: There. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody oh, you said, Can remember he yells that up PC few ti- so?
1: Yeah, a few times, it's not even the uh, <laughs> proper. anyway.
2: Our Fleet line Dave man got a beautiful check this bowl out, man. That's fucking badass. That's beautiful. It's got the twisty cane in there, man. Oh man, this is like a Miami Dolphins color. I'll have to say, man, this thing's looking orange. All, eh, it's orange and blue, aqua and blue is my Dolphins, but beautiful, beautiful detail work in there, man. All sorts of twisty cane, beautiful bowl, man. So
1: hell yeah, yes sir. Let's Thank you, Mountainside uh, Matt.
2: <laughs> you are,
1: drum roll, drum roll. First place, yeah Tur- man. Domen. Doman, oh man. Still trying to come up with mountainside glass puns. That piques everyone's interest and just a nice picture of a very tall, peaky mountain. Oh, right, and, uh, man, I get it, man. I, I get it. puns. What is? What do we get for first place? First guys? place is fucking.
2: Is this the one you gave us, man? What, yeah, yeah, this is the one, man. Look at this prize, man. That's a. That's a. I think those are retail for about 180 bucks. I want to say, man. That's beautiful. And like I said, you yeah. can tell the cool thing about a mountainside piece is take a look. I don't know if you can see this, but it's welded. It's welded right to the back right there so the the, the stem is. So it's not going to break on you, man. You know, I mean, it's really just heavy. It's welded right there as, as, as well, man. So they're just really... Um, just really sturdy pieces, like he says. Matt, Matt, Matt makes them to withstand himself. So that's a beautiful piece right there. Thank you, Matt, for donating to the cause, and that's beautiful. Thanks. So proud of you, Doman. N- nice meme. I appreciate you. Uh, you you uh, participating? Hell yeah!
1: Cool. Before we jump into some grow talk here, uh, I want to say thanks. I haven't had time to get through. I'm scrolling through some right now in front of me. All you guys over on YouTube from the show yesterday, a bunch of good comments. I'm going to go through there and do some communication with you online friends.
2: Yeah, you know, and I like the- checking the YouTube comments. There's a good community going on over there, too, man. Really nice folks.
1: Yeah um and uh yeah we'll comment on some of this i'll bring it over into the next the next show for you guys yeah i think
2: i actually booked somebody for a stoned call on there remember you were talking about the the one guy that had some really intelligent things to say about legalization and, yeah
1: arizona arizona yeah
2: arizona early bird or something like that man i can't remember what his name is but he's i think i'm gonna try to get him uh to tell us what he knows about the, you know it's it is pretty interesting it's it's fucked up how they get you to fight within yourselves, you know, like uh, real political operatives can come on in and get people and in, get fighting to destroy something. And, like, it seems like that's what they do with cannabis, you know, where they corrupt the system by having, having people come. Hey, man, no, you, you got this motivation. Oh, no, well, you got that one. Well, you got you, you know, now all of a sudden the cannabis community is fighting. I knew we were in trouble back in the day when I went out to L.A. to visit my buddy. And he was a real hustler, you know, and he's like, fuck, no, I don't want legalization. What are you, nuts? And I was like, all right, now I'm confused. (laughs) The guy that deals more weed than anybody doesn't want it legal. But it takes you all about 10 seconds to get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends, man. We're we're into what's going on officially now. But that's kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people that sheer, I shouldn't say plenty. I mean, there are people that sheerly have. Their own financial interest, which I get. Why not let me make my money instead of the man making his money in right. taxation and all that jazz? But then I also don't like it's still too expensive, man. It's just it's not meant the plant was not put here by Mother Nature, in my opinion, to be this unavailable and this. Expensive. But what happens so,
2: when it's expensive? What happens is people value it. People go and they try to find the world's best inputs to give to it and they treat it like it's. You know, like, like it's a princess or something like that. You know, only the best for, like, I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat McDonald's, but my, my plants are getting the best organic nutrient, you know? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's kind of, yeah, yeah, what you. happens, that's because, you know, that plant's worth a lot of money. What happens when that plant's not worth so much money anymore?
1: Um, uh, yeah. I haven't thought that deeply about it. I just want uh, cannabis more easily available at a lower price point. I agree.
2: Hey, I agree with you, but it's not it's not that simple, bro. You know. In my world it is. <laughs> I wish, man. There's 7 billion was... people, man. Some of them are way smarter than me, man. So ain't that simple.
1: Speaking of uh cannabis <laughs> for people, um the gummies, man. What's up with I think I don't know if you've mentioned on the Why, show. how many you want, you, man? I know you have somebody that is uh in your life of the older um, demographic that likes gummies and I, well, I as well, well I don't well, know Last time
2: I checked me and you were the same age, man. I'm like two years older than you, right? <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Somebody that uh, in another state that is relation maybe related. To oh either. yeah,
2: like, yeah. People older folks do love. To, don't we, Don't we get what, on, what on demographic edge, is that? Is that baby? Uh, yeah, boomers? Yeah, those are the baby like... boomers. Baby boomers are folks that were born after World War II, when people came home and realized okay. that they weren't uh, going to be taken over by Hitler. And they decided to have lots of sex and make
1: lots of babies. Man, And that's the baby boom. That's the summary in Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> baby boomers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll take it. So the baby boomers—it uh, seems like they like gummies more than any other demographic. Because I had also somebody that is uh, hurting from chronic pain, uh, d- lower back disc issues. You know, it's nothing all that uncommon, but in a lot of pain. And they got hooked up with in a prohibition state um, through like their their hair stylist person or something. Uh, That's how it always starts, issues. man. My yeah, yeah. yeah. hooks yeah. you up, man. Yo, you I got anything got a friend, from most man. people hair studio so she was just talking you know you chat with your hairstylist i'm in a lot of pain she's chewing on advils like crazy which is not healthy for you either and uh and then the next thing she knows like later that day her hairstylist just stops by and she's like you should try some of these and just some heavy indica gummies and she's been start taking them every time before she goes to bed and it's working fabulous any idea so- how
2: many milligrams she's got to take
1: um, I don't I have uh, an image of it in my phone I'm I believe, trying to think I don't.
2: Oh, they, they come in I want to say recreational They're tens, right? And then medical You can get 25 milligram gummies Is that right?
1: I don't know Because I have not I need to get my medical card back going Because you made me realize yesterday When we were talking about getting some gummies That it's like half price basically Well no, half it's not price. just half
3: price It's double the potency for Two and, and a half
2: times Instead of 10 milligrams You're getting 25 milligrams
1: Yeah Yeah, so I mean that uh, alone. Sorry, I was trying to find this message here. Is um, here we go? It it was three hundred milligram. There were six worms, and there are fifty milligrams each worm. But she was only eating like half of a worm or less. Yeah, I mean that's pretty strong. Fifty milligrams is pretty strong. So, uh, yeah, and it says CO two extracted cannabis oil gummy worms. So. Anyway, where I was going with it, it's super cool that I think what it does, obviously, and you mentioned this, guy, is when you have something, like, you can hand somebody, let's go both Extreme Realms... Be like, here, man, here's a, here's a rig and a torch. <laughs> yes. oh. Look, or... you take the blowtorch, okay? You just run it until it gets red hot. <laughs> then you hold
2: your hand over it till it's kind of hot but not too hot. And exactly. Yes. Then you get like a, you know, yeah, but no, nobody's dabbing. Baby boomers, you think they're dabbing? I don't think so.
1: So, but then, or you hand them a gummy worm and you say, just eat half of this before you go to bed. And I'm just really excited to hear it's working. Um, I'm also stoked as I keep saying to get this, this Harlequin strain is getting close to harvest and I'm definitely going to be whipping out the magical butter machine. I've only used once and I want to get on, yeah, I want to, I want to get on, uh, Rocking out uh, an oil that right now my oil it's still I've talked about it on the show it still messes with me, man. if I take a full tablespoon, I can still for about fifteen minutes of onset when it finally comes on, get that and it doesn't come on for like an hour and forty minutes, right, right? and then I, and then I forget why for a second like why am I feeling like this? Oh yeah <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get rid of that portion of it that's obviously I could just dilute it down because getting that onset for people that aren't experienced with cannabis, that's like the the, the unfun part. Yeah, getting a little too fucked up. When's this
2: gonna slow down,
1: man? Um, yeah, I, I, I was just explaining. I, was, I keep, I've explained many times to somebody that was just over at my spot about the. Uh, he saw my lemon G rosin made with Dax, and I'm like, I have a story about that one, like. Because I'm learning, man. He's like, "Damn, what have you been doing?" I'm like, "Here, here's what you want. You don't want to do. I'm gonna get a, a rig soon." And he's like, "Really? What's up with that? What's up with that?" And I started going into temperatures. And Guru, maybe you know this, is like when I got that hit of Lemon G off the rig from Dax, it was too hot. And he said something like, "Hey, when it's too hot, you can really get that paranoia coming on because it's burning the CBN or CB something more. I don't know, no, like no, something. What's that? I don't know." <laughs> I don't know either exactly, but I'm learning. I'm learning. I never, I never thought I would go right. This but far. and then you
3: take a nice low temp one, and it, I mean it's super flavorful. It's not harsh on your lungs or anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yes. But, well, what temperature do you guys do? You guys have? Do you know already? Like uh, you're into it enough? If you had an email, do you recommend? A certain temperature. You know, like I got my source
2: vapes right here, and I set it to like 360 degrees. It has a digital temperature, and uh, it's, it might be a little on the hotter side. I can't tell, but it's, uh, it definitely vaporizes there. But I'm playing around with that little donut, trying to get it really low. I think it's in the 300s, right? Because at 420, isn't it, it? Well, I mean, 441 is... Because
3: is, I know unlike like, the stores and Bickle stuff, they recommend, like, 370.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Stuff just because that's when uh, none of the really uh, heavy cannabinoids are vaping off. You're just vaping off yeah. mostly the THC. I uh, know the vaporization temperature of THC is like 365.
2: Yeah, I don't trust well, them though, man, because I fucking pushed that shit up a little bit hotter, like right in the 60s. Are you kidding me? And half range. Remember the
1: first cannabis cup we went to? And yes. We had our, our tent rented and we were dabbing out the world. Yes. Like, I think the. Those rigs, like that rig Dr. J had. Oh, yeah, like they definitely were. 800-something, like, all yeah, day it, long. Yeah, it it that's says, wrong. That's completely wrong. Well,
3: no, I'm looking at something <laughs> right now It's saying the Perfect dabbing for concentration stuff is right around seven hundred degrees, and you can go seven hundred below that or higher than that. But no, it I, says optimal optimal low temperature dabs. Who
2: who's it? Who's saying that? Uh,
3: yo dot dabba, dabba, com. <laughs> I don't
2: know those guys, man. I don't know. I, I listen of to course. Kingston, man. I'm getting Kingston on because I, I'm pretty sure it's in the three, you know, in the three hundreds.
1: Well, uh, why don't we break into? Let's tease that. Uh, we hung out with Ripster, had a great. Just BSing about a lot of stuff. Yes, um, we did. From gross gross style to medicinal value. What's up? But
2: this is a stone call, man. We did like, what, like a 30, 40-minute stone call with him? Yeah. And I just want to tease this, man, is this is what we're trying – we really do appreciate. We've got a couple hundred members now. We appreciate the support so much, and we're making – content you know with the support that y'all are giving us we're actually we working extra and making content for y'all so we got Ripster on for like 40 minutes we talked to him from everything from grow style to how he selects his strains and all that kind of stuff man how he uses his cannabis as medicine really interesting and uh I want to leave it. The members can go out right into the stone call section of the members section. Go get this right now. Just listen to the whole forty minutes of it. Um, let's tease like ten minutes of it and throw ten minutes of it up right now. And eventually, shit, when when I finally slow down and take a vacation one day, we'll probably start playing these a little no, bit. No, this is think? my
1: part where I always say Scotty's Scotty's <laughs> on the membership train, and I uh, train. I always say it will be available for everybody. Um, eventually here, like you said, there yeah. are, uh, you know, summer's coming up. Uh, we're going to have some days where we're just going to cut and release stuff out of the member section. so, uh, everybody can enjoy it because it was a really good call. So why don't we, yeah, let's tease it up, man. Oh uh, yeah. Hit it. We'll be right back guys. You want to hit yeah. some lemon Whoa. G? <laughs> lemon G. Yeah. I got
4: to mix that lemon G. She's pretty straightforward in your face. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. That's a, Yeah. That's a good day. To- Actually, uh, Dax, there at pressed I brought some of that lemon genie pressed it. Uh, it tasted so wonderful and
2: delicious. I couldn't believe it. I so. rolled up a joint of lemon G this morning and walked into the uh, the back warehouse and and Guru's like lemon G. You could smell it. <laughs> you Man. didn't even light it yet. You just, yeah. just walked by
3: me with the joint and I'm like. Oh,
1: well, that's Lemon juice. Oh, I was like, that's pretty good nose homie's got, man. Well, we touched on it before before we uh, started recording. Like, hold up, hold up. We're talking about um, consumption methods. And I think you were saying there is, and I didn't really understand this at first, but why do we need concentrates? And the media will be like, this... Crack, crack, weed, crack, dabs, seventeen joints in one All hit. this stuff, but you're finding. <laughs> I mean, you're a person where their endo cannabinoid system, as I say, Scotty's is, is very saturated. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> and, thinking about that earlier. Oh, I think you're right, so man. So you taken I it's mean, about
4: 1977. Yeah, I only feel it
1: when I'm smoking it, okay? <laughs> and uh, I mean, I, more more than my own, at least. Not that I don't uh, dabble, but regardless, uh, do you find that yeah. that's obviously medicinally speaking, taking a dab is a much more effective way to quickly handle. More pain, or just you like you've been smoking flour all day. You're like, screw it, I want to mix it up. It's yeah. also cleaner too. True, true it's a lot true.
3: cleaner. There's no plant material you're smoking and inhaling too. It's just exactly what you're trying to get into your lungs. is what's going in there. Hey, so, I mean,
2: those low temperature dabs are so clean. I was trying. And to they're delicious t- too. Yeah, <laughs> but there's just not much there. You know,
1: Guru's mouth watering right now. It, it is. I want little. one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you say, Rip?
4: Yeah. No, and this is what Gregory said. That's exactly a good point. When I came back from the show uh, or the cup, you know, seeing dabs done like that and having experienced some of those, they're clean. And so, I mean, again, I'm assuming you know, you know where it came from, who grew it, all that. Uh, I like that idea. And getting back to what the dude asked me, yes, when it comes to that time of day where the pain's just overwhelming, then I'm going to put some, I'm either going to hit a dab or I'm going to put some, on smear some on a joint or mix it in. With Have it, you
1: tried you know? a dab yet of the straight, oh, like... excuse me. Is it called crystallite? It's like straight CBD. And Dax was saying, man, because I always had that back pain sure. and I couldn't even really get up that day. He's like, man, I should run over there with my rig and give you a dab of this just straight CBD, right. crystallite or whatever. He's like, zero, oh. zero psychoactive effects and just really good with pain relief. Or, so, Did you, like did you try, bad. Van Ripster, <laughs> did
3: you try that extract that Eric from Dungeon Vault had at the cup? The like high terpene, full uh, spectrum extract he had?
4: I did, and I laughed because. I've done many dabs, but that was the first one that put me into a full sweat.
3: Oh, dude, I, I had to go outside and get a water. <laughs> what?
4: That was about the time it was time to take pictures. I think you were doing the same thing. I was like, God, I'm to go right did, my head off We there, did man. take back to back
3: dabs. You went right before me, and then I went outside, had to do that, and then come back in for pictures. Yeah, you to yeah. The sweat off my face and head because of the shine. I
4: was like, oh my Guru God. didn't look so but good. No, man. It, the turps on that were so beautiful. He had. Uh, San Bernardo Valley OG, and then he had the LA Confidential. I don't and think I, I've I think had a better LA dab ever. Oh my god!
3: The rig it was out
4: of that too was beautiful. Was beautiful. That, that conferred me converted me right then and there. I'm like, all right, I need a machine or, or actually, that's not his buzz, was it? That was more of a uh, was that the done uh, with the frozen nitrogen? Yeah, it, it's kind of a thing?
3: yeah, it's uh, one of the live resin ones, but instead of they have a uh, high. Kingston was talking to us about this. Sure. they have high cannabinoid full spectrum extracts, but this was a high terpene. Oh. So instead of being like eighty percent cannabinoids, twenty terpenes, this was eighty terpenes, twenty percent cannabinoids. Show, I'll show no go. Oh, yeah, okay. except for there was a ton well, of go with huh. it. So
1: <laughs> I, I really, was, I really
3: yeah. think there's a big entourage effect between all the different terpenes mixed with the cannabinoids, and that's what gives each different strain its. Dude was saying the same thing to me like 10 minutes ago,
4: man. Totally, especially with the entourage (laughs) Entourage, (laughs) man, right? Right. I like the
3: word entourage.
5: All right, let's get it. Let's take it over. Go ahead.
4: I I think that it's a nice addition, but, you know, I always gone back up until the cup and trying some of the, um, and the rosin that was there. You know, prior to that, all the different dabs and the BHOs, you know, my opinion was I like that, but I always come back to flower because it just feels like there's a full kind of a plant effect. I don't you know if that's are, accurate, but yes. that's kind of how I felt. Preach,
2: you know? my brother. It's just a different <laughs> high, man. It is. It is. A, the dabs are a very clean high, and the cannabis, is a, the full flower is a very baked high. It's <laughs> what I'm used to, and I like. You know.
4: Yeah, just, you know, like we've gone on vacations. I think, you know, dude, you've mentioned too. You know, we all take our source vape pens. That man, when I get home, I can't
2: wait to roll a joint. Yeah, know? I'm like, I'm so then high then with this took- source Vapes pen. But yeah. I could talk to my mother right now if she calls me. You know, I go home and smoke a joint after you know, not. I don't smoking think your mother a is month. a
1: good one. Like you said that before. I think you need to throw something. I mean, you could use. I could talk to a cop right now, being pulled over, or I could talk to like put it something more high stress than your mom. Your mom's pretty cool, I think. Uh, she would give me shit. Are you <laughs> are you high right now?
2: It's 8.30 in the morning, Scotty. <laughs> 6.30
1: where you are. <laughs> really uh, like, to have an intervention. Like I'm so high mm. right now, I'd be comfortable being questioned by a passport officer or something going over the border. or Whatever. You know, something more involved. Right. Anyway. Oh, man, just don't do it on edibles. Rip, let's ask Ripster about his grow style a little this bit. Is this is a grow
2: is... show, man. Come
1: on. Come <laughs> on. What? Uh... I mean, everybody has their, their growth style, if you will. It doesn't just come down to nutrients. It's kind of just a, a, all of it together. You know, your nutrients, your lighting. Do you play music for your plants? Do you <laughs> not? You
3: know, hey, that you... is true,
4: man. How many hours a week are you in the, the grow? show for them. Nice. Sometimes they like it, sometimes, you know.
3: They found the flaw in that study. Someone was singing to the plants, right. and then being in the room singing was creating extra CO2, and that's what the extra growth came from. Ah, man. <laughs> well, what do you got, well, I don't man. believe in anything anymore.
2: So, all right, so saying to my plants, <laughs> you see some wilting pretty quick. <laughs> all right, so so let me lead you first off, man. Yeah. So are are you so, when you select your strains? I know you work with Eric from Dungeon Bolt Genetics. Sometimes I like, get you work with a bunch of different breeders or a bunch of different uh, uh, banks or what? Uh you know I.
4: I have it in the past, and only recently I started doing it. And a shout-out to Neptune Seed Bag, by the way, if anybody's looking for something you know. Hey, locally we got to get a hold of
2: those guys. They're really nice guys. They've contacted it. They've dropped yeah. a, um, surprise, surprise. I dropped the ball calling them back, man. So Sorry, Neptune, okay. man, but <laughs> we got to get a yeah, hold I of it. I
4: just discovered those guys recently, so I think they're really a good, legit uh, crew to work with. How so, you... But, uh, yeah, you know, I, in the past I tried to – you know, there's a lot of good information now out there, so you can really look at strains and try to try to gather as much information as you can to say what's going to work for me or what do I like. If it's about flavor, go for flavor. But, you know, for me, of course, I want the best of all worlds like everyone, but first it's medicinal. I need something that's going to give me a decent yield, you know, but really for me, I want connoisseur bud and I want, uh, you know, just good potent weed. And I'll go through strains, whether it's through seed bags, seed banks i've ordered from you know sure seed banks from uh, the past year or two and that's really how i got my best quality you know it's uh all right so just, just research way, man you know, i've had good luck right now i'm actually running something that uh root Seller brought some uh some beans out there last, at last year's cup which ones so i'm running some you know? uh, actually, I love you this one is forever. the uh, screaming OG, the the ghost OG back cross, and running it um, using the F GUI, and then one of their golden goats.
1: Are you finding information on root cellar uh, on Instagram still, or how are you getting information? Are you just popping them and?
4: Uh, I think he's actually more information on Instagram, and they just. He just posted something, or they just posted okay, cool. something the other day. I got day a couple
1: of those packs. Yeah. I still got. I'm getting back to back to my seed game as well a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's so much fun that you can yeah. keep a little,
1: you know, a little container of seeds and
2: have
4: a yeah, crazy
2: amount of genetics. Like that's a fun thing to collect. I'm down with seeds.
4: Hell yeah! I mean, if oh, you big time. You know, yeah. What I was going to say, you know, I'm I'm from old school and growing up in prohibition states. You know, you go over to Amsterdam when you come back. First thing you do is you grow out everything and you pollinate. <laughs> And get those seeds first thing. That's you know that's that's what you do, and then you save those and go from there. So I kind of still do the same thing. So right now I'm actually working on a project with uh, I've taken that lemon G and I'm I've crossed it with my male brandy wine.
3: I found those the, the, the other. I found some of, some of those the
2: other day. <laughs> yeah, what? man, did I did. We found some, the lemon G by brandy wine. See, what was it, one seed? I think we found no. A couple? It, it
3: was like eight. Eight or nine or yeah, there. we were kind what, of tripping the about that. Seed fairy stopped
2: man. by or some shit. Yeah, the seed fairy flew in. No, what what was that man? The brandy wine by G thirteen, right? No, it was brandy wine by, by, by lemon, G. lemon G. I'm sorry, I'm conditioned from the '90s to say G thirteen <laughs> a lot, man. Yeah. So, so what's up with that? Yeah. Who made those?
4: No, no, I made. Uh, yeah, I crossed uh, the brandy wine with the lemon G.
2: Okay, so those specific ones came from you. Okay, cool. And Then
3: that male you crossed it with. uh, did you do any selecting for that male, yep. or it was just one of the only ones? Or
4: uh, I had two males, so I took one that uh, wasn't the tallest, but actually it was growing like a female, you know, more just stacked, and I thought it was a female at first, and it didn't show sign till later, so then I, I kind of figured it out. Dude,
3: was. looked like a The lady. other one showed
4: sign earlier, so I kept the one that didn't grow as tall, that was more uh, short, stacked, you know, compact.
3: Hopefully yeah. some of those traits carry over. I'm kind of excited to see those popped. I seen a little well, Filipino kind of boy hoping, like yeah. that one so time. So right man. now they're
4: looking good. It look like they're taking on some of the brandy wine kind of uh, um, traits. But I'm hoping to get the growth and you know the, the growth of that lemon G. But then you know make that flavor a little nicer with uh, with some fruit flavor or something like that. And smooth it yeah. Out. So it could be yeah. Still, all right, man. The, you know, all right, all right, good.
1: Tease, not not the best definition of what I envision a tease being, but uh, anyway, I got my hands on some of them brandy wines, so I'm excited to. Uh, are you going to jump on board too, Scotty? We're all going to we're all going to grow out a little bit of the brandy wine. Absolutely, man,
2: dude. Don't forget, I'm about to have a lot of grow
1: space, man. Plenty. Yes, I'm not forgetting. Slightly worried, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening to everybody when they talk. Now, I want to get in over your head. I mean, you know just as much as anybody. The more square footage of growth space you have uh the more you better have more freaking time
2: you think so I'm, I'm not positive about that um if you set your <laughs> uh, greenhouse I up agree. nice conditions um you can have things sitting there where it's enjoyable i used to have a greenhouse in florida 12 by 20 uh in my backyard and it was beautiful man i would just uh uh just hang out there man and go back and it kind of just ran sweat itself that's off what's that
1: And sweat your balls off, basically. It was was actually a
2: shade house, man. And it just had orchids growing in there. I mean, this is Florida, of course. The whole place is a greenhouse. But I had orchids. I had bamboo. I had all this beautiful stuff growing down there. I I had some uh, starters. I would keep my starters in there. And it was was super
1: humid, a little shady. So if you get things, the right plant for the
2: right place, you're okay, man. You know?
1: Yeah. So you are going to grow conifer trees in your greenhouse. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not.
2: No, I'm not. Is that the right? Because then you I'm wouldn't the right have
1: place? to visit often. You wouldn't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about different dead animals, such as Guru pointed out. Oh, there, there was a snake in that hood over there. Scotty's old grow.
2: <laughs> there may have been a snake that crawled into him on one of my hoods, and I just let him cook. Yeah, man. but you
1: don't have to worry about that shit, man. Just make your head in there and you're jerky. good. Anyway, um, so is let's there move any on kind of move.
2: award I can get for the world's dirtiest hood?
1: Um. <laughs> hmm. Probably, yeah. I tell you, you me, man, we, nobody
2: wants to get rid of the glass more than me. You know, something, just putting glass between the bulb and your plants, I don't like it, man. Never liked it. You got something to clean, you got something that breaks, you got something that gets dirty again. I
1: was just talking to somebody in the crew the other day about um, their air-cooled hoods, and they are looking to go in with different lighting, either LEC or whatever, and really now... In this day and age, like you're saying, I'm like, wait a minute, let me think back. You have air cooled hood. Yeah. Like that's just like uh, touring your old spot. It's like having um, a Mustang air 50 baby. I'm like, dude, get rid of the air cooled hoods, man. I'm just like you said, the glass is the glass is so yesterday, yep, man.
2: It sure is. So yesterday. Sure you gotta is. clean
1: it, you lose. What do you lose in there? UV and you you use, use a little bit of everything, don't you? U V yes. and ten percent of your light. Yep. Yeah, yeah low it. So, um, anyway, I mean, don't get me wrong. I grew with that forever. If you have stuff, like I always say, it's like the car that won't quit. If you have it hanging up, it works for you. You're getting the yields you need, and you're happy with what you got. You, you don't have to replace it, but you will do better without putting light through that Without glass. putting glass.
2: You will do better without
1: putting glass, definitely. It's freaking efficient, though, man. Air cooling, I think, in my mind, it is, at least. Air cooling is definitely a good way to reduce your, uh, your heat. It's all right, man. Honestly... When I
2: was really hitting my numbers, man, is when I just put a five-ton air conditioner and uh, didn't air cool shit. You know, five tons of AC, 20 lights, uh, 12 of them running on each time, you know, eight-light flip with four-light veg. And uh, yeah. that's when you can really make the money, man.
1: Word. Well, let's check out some dank nugs, man. Okay. Heathcliff. If you guys want to get in on your dank nugs, you can submit them over at dudegrows.com. All you need to do is be logged in and go for it. Earn some yeah. nugs. Hey, Heathcliff um, is those.
2: much appreciated, I want to say. they've come on really strong, man. R- really a good, uh, great member of the DGC. Thank you very much, brother.
1: Hell yeah. He's getting 1,000 nugs today for his double grape. He says, this is a Mephisto Auto, if I said that right. Illuminati yeah. Seeds. Wow, this looks good for an auto. Only releases only are only released once a year, so pretty elusive. If that's the proper wording, Yeah. Um, I, I, you, Probably you Illuminati. You me just in speech gets them, class, man? man, you should uh, like. I'll go to speech class for a couple of weeks, and I come back like way advanced. No, and, don't and, do anyway. that, man. Grown under HBS, House and Garden, and Recharge. Explanation points. Um, all the plants smelt just like a grape. Growers love. I love it when you get that. You know, if it's a double grape, it better have some grape smell. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, awesome looking picture yeah, here. Beautiful. I'm really liking yeah, to see what uh, I got to get my hands on some autos, man, because it's the shit's coming along for sure. It's awesome to see how quick us cannabis breeders just like, bam, autos used to be like, eh, and now they're like, dude, they're really turning out some quality flower. It looks beautiful.
2: Absolutely. It looks beautiful.
1: All right. You can spend those nugs over in the vault, guys. Um, you know what's up, man. You've been listening. Go over to DudeGrows All kinds of gear, nutrients, shirts, uh, stickers. I think I don't know if we're, we still have papers. I believe. Yeah, yeah It's just actually we just
2: had a merch meeting, man. we were going and hanging Ooh. out, and uh, yeah, just had, had somebody that wanted to come on and help a little bit. They were like, hey, you need any help? And I was like, yeah, man. I'm like let's just let's get those cool DGC hats going. And, uh, cool. yeah, we're just bullshitting about some stuff.
1: Yeah, we've got, we don't some have really cool any stuff hats. You're all right. I want, I actually, when we do do hats, everybody else can chime in as well. I have a specific mesh back brand that I want to incorporate in. So you have the option because I'm, I tried the flat bill for a little bit. I'm just not into it. Guru's got the flat bill and the sticker still on his shit. <laughs> You're but, talking uh, like
3: a trucker hat.
1: It doesn't have to be super curved. Yeah. But I like, I'm going in between. You know, there's like the old style, like, baseball. It really curved bill it used to be cool yeah oh, put the those in most... the back of your blue
2: jeans man yeah,
1: and whoever had the worn most worn out one was the coolest and now it's, it's completely opposite it's like whoever's got the freshest one the sticker and the tags and the flat bill It used to be um, whoever so... had lived
2: the most in their hat was the cool one you know like man that hat's been through a lot of cool stuff
1: well, picture like
2: now it's just whoever's you know, got the most money to buy the new 40 dollar hats the cool one man or who has the most sucks
3: who has the most uh like music festival pins on their hat no,
2: you know what, I don't mind things that have to do with personality based, like that say, Hey, you know what, I did go to this th- you know, I did go to this festival. You wanna hear about it? You know, I went to this one. <laughs> but just when you, anybody can go out and just buy something expensive, you know, and, and that's the cool thing now. Like what's so fucking cool about throwing money at something, man? It shows nothing. It shows no originality. Well uh
1: that being said, like a quick example, get out of Hat Talk. We have added hat talk to the show. <laughs> no, nah, it's more
2: like money talk. I mean, I, I knew... picture
1: like Ripster wearing like he walks in, you haven't seen him in a while, he's got like this flat bill hat. Like he's like, What's up, Scotty? Like it just wouldn't it wouldn't look right to me. We've got to have options, yeah. you know.
2: Ripster Kingston, like...
1: man. Yeah. <laughs> I like now it. Kingston I can totally picture. That's you know, his style, like man. He, he
2: rocks it, man. He owns it. Everybody's got their it's own like style. A... And I mean, how lame would it be if everybody was just like you? you know or me hmm. it'd be it'd be hmm. the worst man let me think about that yeah it, it, show I'm wouldn't telling work you out. Man. we could not
1: have a podcast anymore.
2: <laughs> i'm just saying man that whole diversity don't just say really is what makes the world go around man it makes things interesting
1: as i sip on my uh my cold brew from starbucks yeah you I was you I are was going to get fancy, the- dude I was going to order the full bottle sensual sensual latte or the full body sensual latte, but I couldn't afford it. What is that? 50 it, bucks? Shout out to Idiocracy, by the way. <laughs> Somebody in the YouTube comments said, in the future, in Idiocracy, people will be eating, uh, using their food stamps to eat the plastic. Like We're talking about plastic. Is that what they worms. said? Because that's exactly Something what I like was that. thinking.
2: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> anyway, what I was thinking, man. Minimum basic income to qualify get a certain uh, number of plastic bags.
1: Scotty, you said you got a new story you wanted to cover here. Let's pick one of these because we got to still get hanging out with Quest dehumidification. Okay, Um, I got you, man. A little quick today, been a quick in a good way. But what you got? I
2: thought this was interesting, man. Uh, Jay Tiktivshin, the uh, lawyer that we'll sometimes talk to, the you know cannabis lawyer, good DUI cannabis, all that stuff. Let's get him back
1: on. It's been long enough. Yeah, we should get him
2: back. You know what it was actually, man? I emailed him a couple days ago. I was like, yo, man, just want to say what's up. You should come back on. And then he emailed me this back, and it says. Colorado legislature passes bill banning courts from preventing those on bond from using medical marijuana. And there's a lot of negatives in there, but what it's saying yeah. is that if you're on bond, you're allowed to still smoke. So if you get arrested for something stupid, like a drug charge or something like that, um, they're saying it's not fair to keep you from your medicine. Uh, I think that now,
1: is. Now, do you have to be. I remember we covered a news story with a little bit of this in there, but do you have to be. I'm assuming you have to be a card holder or...
2: Yeah, med- medical marijuana. But we all so know it's very that... difficult to get a card these I days, I read man. the
3: tagline to it and it was like, wait, they're letting you pay, pay your bond with weed?
2: No, I don't <laughs> think that's. That's somebody misunderstanding it,
3: man. <laughs> that was me this
2: <laughs> But I think it's really compassionate. I mean, cannabis is good medicine. And to keep people uh, from using cannabis just because they got in trouble for using cannabis... I mean it seems really un you know unfair and if you believe it's medicine how do you keep people from their medicine you know so it's uh I think this is really cool I think it really shows It's cool that-
1: but then you need to take it to the next step I mean it should be in general if you're in a recreational state we're not going to infringe on your constitutional right to consume cannabis because of you're on probation for this, or oh, this is you bond. know what I mean.
2: So this isn't probation; this is bond. They'll probably still I make it. I think it covers pissed. some
1: things with probation too. We'll Does? To, okay, we'll get them back on, yeah, sure. because that's the same kind of thing, right? If you're on probation, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to consume your medicine. You know
2: what, though, bond—they already got their money. Bond—they're already hanging out with a half million dollars of your money for a little while, so probably easy to fucking make somebody happy to satisfy somebody that's holding on to a half million dollars of your money in probation you're a threat to society as far as they're concerned and you're out and you're paying them a hundred bucks a month you know fee or something like that for the right to be free you know and you probably pay another hundred, hundred and fifty bucks a month i don't know thank god but um to piss in a cup you know i'm sure that there's a whole you know money-making scam going around pissing in a cup so
1: yeah for sure well let's go i got a quick news hit here and uh as, I, as i'm looking over at you 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 told me one time um so i don't know if it's in youtube comments or somewhere um and as i'm looking at myself in the camera people are like sometimes dude seems like he's angry <laughs> and i've never done this show angry i mean i don't know maybe one time slightly angry because some technical shit Ooh. or scott would be like oh yeah let me hit record we have not been recording for the past 40 minutes yeah, 90 minutes anyway. later anyway um i yeah i'm not angry guys if if you saw me angry you'd be like shit something's wrong but regardless (laughs) this news story we got to do a stone call hook it up you florida cats man it seems like shit is just jacked up down there it says florida house passes medical bill that bans smoking weed um and the whole thing with um here's a good summary in this this is out of miami new times sure um it goes florida uh the Republican crafted bill banned smokable weed, creates a state-controlled cartel of legal, legal cannabis farms, and pisses off... Medical marijuana advocates across the Sunshine State. That's it in the summary. Hey, I'm going to go uh, down
2: next week. I mean, in a couple weeks, I'm going down to Florida. i got to check on the new bamboo crop. And I'm going to hang out with my buddy who is one of the nine people who was allowed to grow cannabis because uh, they made it like ridiculous. You had to have uh, 400,000 plants in inventory to prove that you were a big boy. Had been in business for 30 years or more. Those are the parameters that they set, man. So he chose not to do it, but he was one of the guys that qualified for it. So he uh, knows the ins and outs of it. I'm going to sit down and talk to him about what he
1: thinks. Yeah, it says, uh, uh, license holders are already able to make vast sums of money from exploiting the cartel system. And it goes, last month, the Canadian marijuana company, A-P-H-R-I-A, bought a license, and this is a Canadian marijuana company, Um, There's sure to some roundabout way they're doing it Uh, through an arcane, complicated legal process is arcane. I haven't haven't heard of that uh, adjective. Um, The price of the cannabis license was two hundred million dollars. I'm sorry. What? How much? You're sorry? Two hundred million Uh, dollars. There's a whole nother article. Two hundred million dollars
3: for a license fee. That's only two tenths of a billion dollars.
2: Who got that money?
1: And a, here, let me real quick. And a, a major player in Canada's cannabis industry is acquiring one of only seven legal Florida licenses um, through oh, a complicated I see. purchase. Holy
2: shit. My buddy's license uh, was worth $200 million? It
1: says, it says, according to one analysis, values a state cannabis license at close to $200 million. So they're not, you know, that, they're putting the value on it. So we'll clarify oh that. Oh, my God. But it's a, a publicly traded company out of uh, Ontario. Um, so, yeah, crazy shit, man. The fact, how do you, that's like, Again, not to reference it too much. I mean, that's like a South Park or Idiocracy episode. Guys, we have come up with a medicinal plan, and you cannot smoke marijuana. No. And if you'd like a license, they're $200 million. I get it that some people say, um, it was in another news story covered, smoking in its own sense, the act of smoking. Don't listen to what Roger
2: Goodell says, okay? He wipes boogers on children.
1: Dude, go do a cancer study, which they have some, and check out the homies in Jamaica. They've been at this shit forever. And nobody, I feel like it's a eliminating factor. You're like, yes, there's carcinogens in um, smoking a J. Uh, the goodness of it and what you're getting in your body, like you're not going to get cancer. Is there carcinogens
2: nice? in it? I don't know.
1: And the flour, I guess, if you're burning dried flour material, right? I don't know, man.
2: Are you a carcinogens expert, dude?
1: It <laughs> um, <laughs> probably depends somewhat. on which state you're
3: in. If you're in California, I'm sure they say it causes cancer.
2: Ah, you cannot smoke this joint next to a microwave, bro.
1: Speaking of yeah, the California cancer, uh, we'll have to get into that too of how they label everything. And I caught a couple stories like if on. If you glyphosate. use bleach at a gas station,
3: you have to say that you use cancer causing cleaners there. Yeah,
2: if you use the microwave, Goodness. they say it too. It's weird. Hey, you know, we, anyway, yeah, we'll get Jake on. He's got a ton to say about that shit, man.
1: Uh, figure. Let's figure it out more in Florida. It sounds like it needs to be revamped. I've always said it sucks when a state's got to pass something, look at it, pass it again, redo it, pass it, this and that. Yeah. Like so many different things. I'm waiting for what state's going to do it right First, Dude, man, I was you know, watching,
2: relaxing yesterday, watching American Greed. I know you watch that show every now and again, right? Well, I love
1: the narrator's voice on there. I he want to get him on is the podcast.
2: golden, man. You're right. <laughs> he's awesome. Anyway, so he's talking about, um, they're, they're like a pill mill in Florida, and it's right down the street from where I used to live, you know, like that Right. Like next to my jujitsu, the old jujitsu studio. Yeah, there was this pill mill where there was like literally homeless people fighting and just like the craziest shit. We go, people would fall asleep in their cars and stuff like that. It was gross, and it was owned by these two brothers, these two twin brothers that were kind of. They were known around town, you know. They'd go throw money all around. My buddy was that uh, a strip club floorman, that uh, so he knew them and stuff. And it was interesting just to see these guys were doing it completely legally, and they were just. It was like, I think that I was just watching the thing yesterday. It was like $700 for pills. You would walk in there they'd give you like 250 Jesus. pills or something crazy like that. You're reminding me of the,
1: uh, sorry to interrupt. Have you seen, I haven't seen it. Somebody recommended to me, it's in my notes, the Oxycontin Express That's what it was. That, that,
2: that's why these, these guys were responsible. These were the source of the Oxycontin Express. And what they did was they figured out, they, they had a rich daddy who was a real estate developer who knew some doctors and they just met this desperate, not desperate, but just an unscrupulous doctor that was like, oh yeah there's a total formula on how to do it the only place in the country you can do it is in florida because florida makes sure the lobbyists make sure because there's so much money in these pills that uh we're not connected florida's not connected to the pill you know whatever it is the central database you know for the rest the rest of the country connected to florida's on an island man you know so they don't really don't know what's going on and there's enough dirty money there to keep it on an island you know so uh,
1: but that's all that's technically all history right i think it finally
2: because people were literally just like a guy fucking fell asleep and, and got hit by a train and killed like a whole bunch of people there was just it was slob fest man it was it was just like there was just thousands and tens of thousands of junkies everywhere man and so it was a big problem so yeah when you start ruining society man they start changing laws but you know my point is is that uh florida's dirty man and they're not since cannabis isn't out there ruining societies and there's probably a lot of people making a lot of really good money on you know, bringing cannabis in yeah. everybody maybe likes it and they just kind of keep it going I don't know but I can tell you when I saw that the way that the um, that the Florida government handled this Oxycontin thing where they had to be embarrassed into doing something I realized that that's its own little banana republic down there man good luck
4: Hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I say hell yeah. Banana Republic equated. Um, but no, that was probably around the time I was living there. I was there from what, 2000 to 2003, roughly. Yeah, this was like more um,
2: 2008, 2009, right about the time I decided to leave. Get the hell out <laughs> Yes. <of you. laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, well, you know what? Let's uh, let's break it into this quest. This quest to hang out with Jared from Quest Dehumidification. Excellent. Um, and then uh, we will be back. Check it all out at com. You guys that did win your mountainside glass, uh, I believe everybody in that crew knows how to get a hold of us, right? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. okay, just as far as getting your own know, shipping There is a website. If you can't get a hold of us,
2: man, you ain't trying.
1: Well, you know, you know the <laughs> website is... Usually for technical issues that Bruce Banner's handling. Get a hold I of us, you. man. Cool. Uh, let's take a quick break, guys. Enjoy hanging out with Jared and us from Quest Dehumidification. We'll be right back. Right. Yo. What's up, guys? Hanging out here. Quest Dehumidification. And if you didn't know, if you don't know Quest, we were hanging at the cup a couple of weeks ago, man. Time's yeah. flying. They gave away the CDG-74 all-black dehumidifier. And, uh, Jared, you were at the Cup, man, hanging on the line. We wanted to talk a little bit today, just get into when you would need a humidifier um, and going into the quality of Quest dehumidifiers, um, et cetera. How's it hanging, man?
5: Things are going well, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Right nope. on, man, right on. No worries. Yeah, I've always wanted to see, like, I've gone through the cycle of, as a grower, uh, mainly started, like, when I was hang out my four lights, you know, and I had to have it's like first we'll take care of this AC with the window unit and then it's like no that's kind of mickey mouse as my dad would say. Then I went to like a portable unit and then it's like okay, what can I really I don't want to take care. Then I did the mini split. Right. And getting the proper equipment. Um and that's what I saw, you know, when you guys came into the game with your dehumidifiers and your portable ones, it's almost like commercial equipment. I mean, again, stepping into the, for the indoor grow versus us I growers. Think it is commercial I was going to say Man, it is Quest, commercial. A, 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 yeah, we were talking about commercial equipment
2: before, talking about the difference between air compressors, the ones that are meant to run for four hours a day, and the ones that are meant to run for 24 hours a day. You know, I mean, that's like commercial is, man. It's meant to be used all the time.
1: Yeah, how do you decide when you need, I mean, kicking up to like, I guess that your your smallest unit is the CD, uh, CDG-74,
5: Yes, that is our uh, smallest pint per day unit at seventy
1: four pints. So, day. Se- okay, I was going to say seventy four must be seventy four pints a day. Um, do you rate? Do you guys ever rate those to a particular? You could say, okay, I know this guy has four lights of four thousand watts or whatever. It's time to consider, you know, because there's obviously a cutoff. A guy with a closet grows, not necessarily going to need this dehumidifier, et cetera. Um, when you want to step into that unit, yeah, was it plants you you look at a canopy space or a size of a room? How do you how do you evaluate?
5: So, so what you look at is really uh, the water consumption that's going on with the plants. You know, plants are transpiring up to ninety-seven percent of the water. Still blows my mind. And uh, and that's really what we take into account when considering if all right, if it's one of our units, the right solution for you. Um, Just to kind of give an example, I mean, seventy-four pints. There's four pints or eight pints in a gallon, rather, and uh, you know, it's just under ten gallons. Um, so you just got to look think, at how you know, your water would be something into the room.
1: I mean, it's that simple, right? If you know you're watering or how much on yeah, average. how much you're losing. Yeah, I'm water- losing 10 gallons out of my reservoir
2: every day. Uh, that would is, is that how you do it? Kind of similar if I'm looking at my 55-gallon drum and I'm losing 10 gallons a day. is that Do I assume it's going into the air, you know, transpiring, and that I need to recollect it?
5: Absolutely, yeah. You need to assume that you know about 80 80- Pints of water are being admitted into the air. Um, you know there are a couple other factors to that. You know, figure out, dial in exactly what unit we need. Uh, you know, depending on what EC you're running. Um, that also affects it, and also what uh, what temperature you prefer your room to no, be. No, wait at. a minute. You said what EC you know, you're no, running?
1: AC. Oh, AC. I thought you said EC. I'm like, you're tying in the nutrient <laughs> in the water, <laughs> huh? Crazy. Well, you're on a
2: 500 scale, man. You should have told me that before I sized your dehumidifier.
1: Hey, wow,
2: man, that's a uh, that's interesting. Hey, what's up with the relationship between humidity and air conditioning? Uh, we we got a buddy, uh, a dude's uh, neighbor is a air conditioning guy. He comes over and tells me that man, with your humidity, you can run all the air. Air conditioning you want but with this humidity man you make you're killing your air conditioner man you're making it work hard
5: exactly so you know the ac is really the job it's there for is for temperature control um there's about a 20 percent inefficiency with ac units that 20 percent inefficiency is your latent heat removal that latent heat is the dehumidification it's a little bit of water that these ac units are gathering um but if you're relying so solely on your cooling system as a moisture management system. It's, right. just, it's just too much strain. You're going to have a spike in your energy costs. Um, and that's not good for anybody. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. Yeah. I think they do work in, in tandem. I mean, because these things aren't, you, you know, this isn't a $100 item right here. You know, these are, what, what, what's the MSRP on the, uh, uh, the smallest unit? What's it called? The 67?
5: 74. 74. The, uh, the, the CDG 74 MSRPs, I believe at 1700, um, are 110 Unit one hundred and ten uh, pint per day. Sure. Overhead unit MSRP is at fifteen hundred, and that would be the cheapest of the units. Yeah. So my
2: point is, is it's not like this, like you know, you're spending a hundred or two hundred bucks. You're making an investment here, but what you're investing in is your air conditioner lasting you a long time, not overworking your air conditioner, doing something that's not meant to do. Uh, yeah, and and just electric bill, you should be able to save a little bit of electricity by pulling quickly pulling moisture out of the air, no.
5: Absolutely, you know, and and our whole vein of existence is being the most energy efficient dehumidifier uh, manufacturer out there. You know, uh, we want to increase the lifespan or the length of life for your AC unit as well as, um, you know, reduce your overall energy costs.
1: This looks like it purifies the air. I'm reading the description here um, to a degree. You know, the, the filter is pulling most all the air it can in the room through sure. the filter to dehumidify the air, right, sure. and put it back out. Uh, so that filter catches mold spores, pollen, and most dust, it says. So it's not a good, like, plus, plus on the side of plus dehumidification. Hey, anytime
2: guess, you're moving air around and you got it through going through a filter as well, man, sure. Sure, it's a plus. I will take that.
1: I will take that. What, uh, as far as, I yep. mean, do you guys have a, a humidity? I'm just curious. Uh, I mean, all, all grows are different. Some plants like different humidity or what phase of growth you're in. What are you guys trying to achieve in the grow rooms as far as saying you guys got a bunch of mini splits here um and we want to set this humidity to help your mini splits as well as your plants. I mean, you guys cut it off and say okay, at 55 plus or what's your recommendation?
5: You know, I've seen an array of things yeah, that's as you know, everyone has their own specific style. But um, our key and on uh, the whole, you know, our mission is to keep you below 60% relative humidity. Yeah. Um, you can get, you know, with the proper amount of units, um, you know, get down well below 40. Um, and uh, But really the main thing that we, we, you know, pride ourselves on is really trying to maintain the relative humidity underneath
1: 60%. Money, money. And reuse that water, people. Don't forget whatever you want. Give it to your dogs. Drink it. feed <laughs> Yeah, the plants. it's true. Feed <laughs> plants, man.
2: Hey, so are you well versed in powdery mildew? I mean, it's a it's a big problem that a lot of growers have. Once you have it, it's 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 a you know it's a problem. So how how do we keep it from from starting? Do you have some specific parameters, uh, hu- hu- humidity parameters, where powdery mildew won't grow, where PM spores won't propagate? Uh,
5: absolutely. You know, when it comes to preventative methods, uh, you know. It's about controlling your environment and, and being able to harness that. Um, as long as there's spores not already existing in the room, that's what our job is, is to really make sure that those spores aren't propagating. Okay. Um, that is done by making sure that your community levels aren't getting over 60. Um, so you know, that's once the magic number? spores. Sorry, would you
2: oh, say- So 60% humidity is a magic number. You keep your, your humidity yeah. below 60%, and you should not, in
1: theory, have is, anything that's to worry that's about. The
5: line. Okay. In theory, yeah. I've
1: been in some dry ass grow rooms with powdery mildew, and I'm like, hmm, like this is a Colorado, you know, it's used to this or some, but I've definitely been in, which made me scratch Wait,
2: Above me. 60 or below 60 well,
1: Below, like, whatever, 25% humidity I've seen in rooms with PM, no problem. Um, You know, and like you said, we're trying to just prevent and not have a very inviting atmosphere and that grower is slacking, keeping shit unchecked. But it's not like it can't survive and continue to grow at lower humidity levels that I've seen.
5: Absolutely not. Yeah. If it's already in the room and alive and especially in a dry climate, that PM is going to be seeking the the moist wet leaf um, to get and, your and no matter too. what the air is, you know, there's still going to be moisture on, on the leaves. Cause um, no, the, the like so,
3: microclimate around the leaf is, is going to be way above the thinking. 25 or 30% that the air is because sure. the leaf is transpiring so much water. I
2: have so
1: much air movement. I have no microclimate. He's saying <laughs> what we're all thinking. All right.
2: So it's uh, so what's the range <laughs> now as far as your, is there, is there a hard, fast rule of range between blank and blank percent humidity is where you like it?
5: Um, you know, the vast majority of growers that I've seen in Colorado, everyone's been between 45 and 55, okay. um, you know, um, and then straining, you know, bringing down that RH level to, you know, low forties or lower the last few weeks of flower is what I've been hearing a lot of it as well. Um, I'm taking notes, man. You know, Sorry, repeat that. I
2: said, you said I'm taking notes, brother. I'm taking notes. Good stuff.
5: Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> he broke up there um but yeah um you know between 45 and 55 is what i've been seeing and then a bit of a stress um lower temperatures lower rh towards those last couple weeks of flower
1: yeah bring that shit all the way down i try to get as low as possible how low how, what's the lowest down. lowest you can go like 10 single digits it's a lot of factors <laughs> there
2: sorry i said bring it all the way down and right. dude says how low can you go
1: well let's wrap it up man if you guys want to check it out Q-U-E-S-T Hydro.com. You guys are distributed through Sunlight Supply, which is an international distributor to grow stores. Everywhere, I don't man. know about international, I mean national. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, boy, do you have any, any other recommendations? I mean, there's probably the two best ways to connect with you guys. Kicking over on Instagram, it looks like, maybe.
5: Um, yeah, you know, the best way to contact us, uh, You, if you're in the Colorado, New Mexico area, you can reach out to me directly um, and gather my info from from the dude and uh and then you can also reach us directly at our number uh, in madison should you have any sizing questions okay um that number is uh one 420 1330
1: deal man deal Word man. Well, thanks for taking the time to come on and give us a little uh, information on Quest, a little education. Yeah, man. I got my numbers. And uh, take it easy, man. We'll be hanging. i we'll hopefully see you at another event or uh, in a grow. I know I've been seeing your equipment up in these commercial grows. That's why I said we got to figure out what's up. Absolutely. See it yeah, in my greenhouse. Anytime, man.
5: Thanks again for having me. Uh, do you guys have any other events uh, in your pipeline here soon? Or?
2: Uh, nothing. Come, I might have a little microbe chat going on, man. Might hang out. A, I'm, tr- I'm trying to set something up with Dr. David Montgomery and Dr. Colin Bell <laughs> from Man with Microbes. It sounds very, very cool. When I say that, doesn't it, man? I know two doctors, bro. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'll let you know, man. I will definitely let you know.
5: All right, thank you, guys.
1: All yep. right, take it take, easy, brother. Right. Thanks, Jared. Later. Bye. Alright, so the news we did you know what, man, I think uh what is it? You know, we hang in it's Friday. Yes it's Friday and uh I got to uh I got some shit to take care of, Scotty. We think we got about a show here. Um I want to get back to Grow Talk, sorry guys. This wasn't a heavenly, heavenly, heavily laden show with Grow Talk, which sometimes I feel a little bad about, but it's all right. I feel it's probably <coughs> entertainment, right? <coughs> what do you think? You're just coughing on that? No, it's
2: heavily laden with me smoking a lot of dabs, man. Or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, loaded him, I asked Guru to load this source face up. Do you remember what this was? That uh, Bruce Banner, we had, a, we had a little business lunch, and it ended with... Uh, I want to
3: say it's the sunburn.
2: Yeah, the distribution of the sunburn wax. From the and Colorado I just,
3: Seed Company.
2: Yeah, told Guru I was just going to get ridiculously baked the entire hour and just see if it was noticeable.
3: We were going to do dabs, but we decided the torch, <laughs> torch might was be a too little loud. too loud. <laughs>
2: come on it's friday
1: man it's friday let's do some shout outs we're gonna return with some heavy grow talk next week we'll get you guys all caught up i love the people that are contributing and i used to feel like man i gotta get into grow talk people need some help but the dgc now is helping so much Hell yeah with these posts and comments it's freaking awesome um and uh but yeah and let's get to uh giving these shout outs to the mean authors on, and drop DGC. some the meats members, man spouse healer I'm nick all right, teeth are
2: outside, bones, and Ginger ninja. Big dog. <laughs> sir,
1: coughs oh, <costs> a lot.
2: <laughs> Stand weed and be patient.
1: Jawan, Joan, Jolly Dankster, how you guys doing? Yeah. All right, and I'll give it Luke, JD123, Department of yes, DOT
2: sir. Mike over
1: here, man. All right. Appreciate it, you members helping around here. I was guru would not be in the studio. Oh, yeah. Hera. Uh, there's par-, par... Parlayism. I'm going oh, parlayism. Yeah. You said parallelism. Uh, Fish Ganja Guy and Dean Arr. Yes. yes. All, right. All right, man. Let's hang out. Let's have a weekend. Stay high, guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, have a good time. Have a good time out there. It's spring. Get outside. Don't forget these nice days and sun combined with cannabis are good for the brain. Ha
2: <laughs> ha. All right, man. All right. Take dude. her easy, dude.
0: Some people love... happy for noon and with the boss fans is to take a little break that means we're lacking up a tube it's just weed it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on 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 it's just weed it's just weed in my toolbox there's a bomb. some people start a day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good balls on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long.